This is your host, Dr. Mesma Shabazz. Good afternoon, ladies of the world. This afternoon, I am so, so delighted to welcome a dear friend of mine, Shannon Seeley. But before we start our conversation, I want to thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart for all the listeners around the world and for staying with us and you know sharing our podcast with friends and family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So this afternoon, as I mentioned, I have Shannon with me. And i like Shannon to tell us, you know, how we met a few years ago now and how Good we... afternoon, Mency. Hey. Hi. It's so good to see your face. It is. It's been a while. It has been a while. So we worked... I, I'm a massage therapist of uh, about 12 years, and I was lucky enough to have an office next to Mensima's and our friendship just blossomed immediately. She was my go-to for anything I needed, (laughs) a little bump in the road or a hug or some, just a little bit of added support to get through the day. And you've just been incredible. You've been such an important part of my life. I'm really grateful for you. Oh, well, I am grateful for you as well, (laughs) because I remember, you know, in in the building where we worked, you know, there weren't uh, that many people, you know, back and forth. It's pretty private uh, space. And I remember, you know, the first time we met, I think it was Kyle who introduced us. Yep. And you... Thank you, Kyle. Just came (laughs) and walked over to me and, you know, gave me a big hug, you know, and I thought, oh my goodness, that's so (laughs) sweet, you know. I love that and about you. Uh, you're I'm a very, hugger. Yeah, well, that's it. You have a very pleasant disposition. And, Thank you. you know, that is very, very, and I've had a few massages with you as well. So, you Thank know, you. Thank you. I'm glad to, you know, know that when we we get together, we do do some constructive things. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was lucky enough to, finish a shift and pop over to your women's group every once in a while, which yes. was wonderful. I met some great women and just built some new friendships from there. It's just a beautiful thing. It really is. Thank you. And, and, you know, the women's group had ladies about your age group generation for the most part. Right. And yeah. so it was, it was interesting for me to have, a, I had two different groups. Yeah. I think the one in Avon, Avon and Canton area had women of my generation and then in the office location I had women your generation and it was interesting how that uh, worked out yeah Yeah. did you notice any difference or a lot of similarities or well you know uh, women the similarities I mean we all go through the same types of things right absolutely but experience most of the Women in the other group had older children, let me put it that way, and mm-hmm. college or graduating college or yeah. out in the workforce. And you guys had, you know, little ones. Little ones. Right. right. Uh, yeah. That was a, you had different. So kind of like, like rediscovering themselves and then trying to balance for the younger generation, possibly. It worked out pretty well, actually. So, you know, each group presented a whole different conversation yep. and discussion right and, yep. and that made it 
incredibly interesting for me. I had a blast. And I know. I, we'll we're getting back to it. We'll we'll get there very we'll, soon. We'll hope, you know, soon. And and yep. with COVID, you know, everything is online. So yes. we're hoping that folks will join us on Patreon and Absolutely. our women's group on Patreon and have the conversation there. So we are yeah, tracking awesome. a whole group, lot of people from all over the world, right? Yeah, right. I, I feel so lucky to be a part of it. I'm so glad you, you are. I'm glad you thank are. Thank you. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm glad you are. Now, we've been through two years of COVID. Yes. And I remember, you know, you having young children, uh, you had to take them out of the school system and do their lessons with them on a daily basis, etc. What was that experience like? Oh my gosh. I mean, you almost sit here, right? And think like, we really, we really did that. Like we, we really made it through that. And even thinking back, you're like every Friday, we tried to make it a big deal just to reach Friday. So we were doing forts inside and movie nights and a little bit more sweets than I would have liked for the kids, but everything like it was, it made you really appreciate what you did have and be grateful for what you had with you. And it was usually people in your family or experiences that you could make the most of during that time. But distance learning is extremely difficult. And our teachers in person are amazing. And I can't That's say nice. that enough. And we are so grateful for them. We are so yeah. grateful for them. So we are uh, giving a shout out to all the teachers in the world. Yes. And however you. you teach, right, whether it's formal or informal, Absolutely. however you teach, we, we express in gratitude for what you did for all the children in the world. Yeah. It's been quite difficult and challenging. It um, has. Yep. Just staying grateful for every moment and every sun sh- burst of sunshine that pops through the window. We've made it through and that is the best part of it all. Exactly. With new lessons learned, right? Absolutely. I I learned I was stronger than I realized. Mm -hmm. And I and my children did a wonderful job getting through it and making the most of it. And now they're even more appreciative of what they do have, I believe. Well, as we're talking of the children, I I wanted to bring it up and we may bring it up again. But I wanted (laughs) to talk to you about them in, in the sense that I've met them a few times and they're just such disciplined kids. Now, you have a gentle manner about you, and yet the kids are so well-behaved you know, <laughs> and, and listen, and they are very warm, loving kids. So yeah. how do you do it? It's a journey. I try to, you let them try to be who they are and also make sure that they're carrying the manners and the empathy with them for other people and gratitude is the word of the day, I think. So as long as they get their, like they're getting older now. So I have a 10 year old daughter and I have a almost eight year old son and I, and they're starting to get more responsibilities as we get older. And I think that's important when they were little bedtime has always been very strict for us because they do not, if they stay up later, they do not sleep in. That didn't work for my kids. So sleep and then they're a happier child my children personally, that's what works for us, you Mm -hmm. know? So, um, but I think as long as they, you know, fresh air, getting outside and respecting our elders, I think that's like very important to me. Well, respecting elders is 
key, right? Because we see oh, yeah, it right. fractured in so many areas in our right. world now. And yes. it's important that kids, that their parents are yeah. parents and other elders. So they're not only right. showing respect to the parents, but also to yeah. elders within the community. Yeah, and I think it's always so important to to really be a student forever. I think it's a good way to look at life is you can always learn something from somebody, mm-hmm. no matter who they are, you know? Right. No matter who they are. And I think it makes you a more well-balanced person and and member of society. So that's what I really, that's my goal for them is just to be good little humans. That's all. That's good. <laughs> that's, good. that's a good goal. Yeah. So as you mentioned earlier, you're a massage therapist. Who got you into massage therapy? Oh, well, no one's really ever asked me that in a long time. So long story short, college did not work out for me. I had some health problems, some knee issues that had to be taken care of. And I was kind of searching for like what's next for me. And I looked back on a book that my mom gave me when she had cancer. So she had cancer when I was 15. I've never really talked about this before. So let's do this. Let's do this. this. And because of her chemo, she, she wasn't feeling well. She was nauseous, you know, the side effects that come can come with it. Very tired. And she got me a book at a tag sale. She was a tag sailor and it was about, it was a very old book, probably the original copy of how to give a massage and all the points and the body parts and muscles and everything. And I just thought it was so interesting as a child. So I was like 15 years old. And so I would work on my mom. I would read the book and I would massage her the best I could without the schooling at the time. And somehow it just came full circle for me that that was something I was interested in doing. Thankfully, I finished the program in two and a half years and, or no, two years. And I then ended up having my daughter shortly after. So it was a wonderful trade to get into. It was flexible. And I felt like I was making a difference. Like every person, usually no one leaves upset, you know, (laughs) everyone's pretty happy after a massage and they're relaxed and they, it's massage and it's therapy at the same time. I really do believe you help people get through times, even unknowingly, I might, you know, have helped someone get through a difficult day and I had no idea, but that's kind of how I got into it. And I, I love it. It's kind of taking me, COVID has been interesting. I rent once a week now. I am a para at my kid's school because they were short staffed and were looking for help. And I work at a group home on the weekends doing touch therapy for them. So it's kind of, you know, it's always been something I did a lot more of. And then I kind of fell back a little bit and pivoted. I do social media with you. So just kind of a bunch of different. Let me go back on the massage therapy a little bit. Because one thing that I always bring up in my group sessions is body work and how individuals can really begin having a relationship with the body Mm -hmm. and intimacy with the body uh, because the body holds wisdom. And through that work, they will be able to also tap into additional insights that they right. don't have, right? It'll right. open up new insight for them. Right. So what is your, if someone couldn't, you know, at the moment come to a, a massage therapist, what mm-hmm. would you tell them to do to kind of heal themselves some part of Yeah. Them? 
you mean physically, emotionally, just like all connected. It is all connected. connected. If I can't get someone in, especially during COVID when I wasn't seeing anybody, I would have people message me and I would try to talk them through like run a bubble bath, light a candle, grab some lotion. I'll send you a video and you can do like your own massage on your hands and your feet and warm up a heating pad. That's my go-to a heating pad. Just recognizing that stress, stress can fall. Some, Some people carry it in many different places. And so it's all connected. And I think just realizing that we all carry different things, different ways, and that sometimes it can settle into the body and be a cause for chronic, chronic pain. Really. It's very, it's, it's something that people can carry around for a long time. Well, I know something about that, but yes. you know, I want to talk about, yeah. well, with my back injury, yeah. and, you know, for many years, back surgery, et cetera, right. I resorted to doing massages regularly Yep. over the years. And yeah. you know, it's helped me not only to settle the pain a bit, but to really focus on the body in, right. in a different way. And I find it quite empowering to do that. Absolutely. Now, your touch therapy is, you know, in the on Sunday mornings in group homes. Sunday mornings. Who do you see when you go? Okay, so I have um, I'm down to two homes right now. We took a very big loss from the past couple of years with COVID in our homes. And so it's hard to talk about. I lost a lot of my people that I was seeing, but I love it. It's not something I ever thought I would do. It kind of just fell into my lap, but I feel like it's almost a gift to me. I work with cerebral palsy, a lot of nonverbal clientele, Alzheimer's and dementia. So everything is kind of like meeting people where they're at that day. And there's not a lot of visitors, you know, there certainly hasn't been a lot of visitors recently. So I'm the one who's spending time with them. And it's kind of like, it's a mix of energy work. And also you're trying to relax the spastic muscles. So big terms for (laughs) the spastic muscles and some range of motion. If you can get them to do that, you know, a lot of them are in their beds and they're not moving much, much between like a chair and their hospital bed. But I feel like it's, it's been a gift to me. I am so thankful for the experience. I think it's made me, I don't know. I feel like I literally could cry talking about it because it's made such a difference in my life. And it's made me really, they can't talk to me. They can't tell me that what they need, but I can feel their energy and I can feel what they need from me. And so that's what I'm there for. I'm just there for them. And that's, that's what what a gift that is. You know, if you think about it, you know, these people don't have people coming to them just to sit and laugh and do all the things that we take for granted sometimes. And so you are bringing not only healing to them, but the comfort of having a person with you Absolutely. Because they they seem to be isolated. They, oh yes, absolutely. I have one person, she can't talk to me, but she has like a bracelet of bells. Mm -hmm. And so when she's happy, she, it's on her arm. And when she's happy, she shakes her arm and rings the bells. And so it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. It's a gift. And and the human spirit has 
so many ways of just uplifting itself and doing the things that we, as I say, for those of us who are able to run up and down and do things and not really realize that other people still with the gift of life find ways yeah. to make it work. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been an incredible journey. I'm very grateful. And I'm grateful for you doing this work with them. And I'm sure, do they have family members that, or? Some of them. Yeah. There's just not a lot of visitors, especially now. It's getting better. So I'm hoping. That it will open up and, you know, yeah. you'll see more people. And Absolutely. Well, yeah. with the weather also changing. Get outside, take some, Yeah, like, they, can, they can step they outside. They take walks together. Yeah. That's very important work. Now, Thank you. you. How did you get into? I, I'm switching off into your the other hats that you wear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and being a uh, social media specialist. Yeah. What made you start that? So I had some background from a previous company that I worked with, and I studied a little bit and learned some things. And you know, everything is ever changing in the social media world. But I have taken marketing classes and marketing background and everything. And I understand that the whole point of it is to kind of let people, let them know that you're there. And so when they need something and they need a service of yours, it's available, like you're the first name that pops into their head and they trust you. And like, you're my go-to person and that's my go-to business. And so just reminding people of what you do and what you offer, I think is really important. And since COVID, everything has switched to online. A lot of things have switched to online and a lot of people, more people are scrolling social media. Fortunately, we do something positive by offering positive service of connection and, you know, women's empowerment and everything like that, especially on your Patreon site, Yes, um, <laughs> which is incredible. I love it. Um, so basically I kind of pivoted to helping cause I was home with my children. I, I helped a friend who started a business. So I started doing their social media. I, you reached out to me and asked for some help. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. So it's just, it's been awesome. It's, it's positive. I'm, I feel like I get to kind of like take everything that you offer and I get to like implement it into my life every day and the tools that you've given me and it helps keep me positive by posting this positive stuff right. you know there's not a lot out there and it's nice to have so so one of the things I want to ask because you know without you I don't know what my social media would look like <laughs> well, I'm, a, I'm a old not so old but you know no like, not old <laughs> it, it's just tricky sometimes and you know, yeah. I'm trying to think, yeah. okay, how can I boost this and create something dynamic, right? Right. And and we're doing that on, on uh, all our sites, Instagram, and as well as, you know, especially now that we yeah. shifted to Patreon. So yeah, yeah, I love Patreon. I mean, I think the whole idea, obviously, free content is great for people, but life has a purpose like mm-hmm. you you're jo- you have a job and everything so the so sharing it where people can come to one site and find what they need and they don't have to go to all different sites all day long to get the content that they need it's right there you know they have a a community that they can 
interacts with and we can get back to them. And it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. That's nice. That's nice. I am having a wonderful time with you and, you know, doing this work. Um, So our lives have um, connected in such a beautiful way. Yes. It's really wonderful to see. You also support women. And what I love the idea that women should be supporting other women, right? And because I believe this from the bottom of my heart to my soul, that if all women were able to connect and really take steps to shaping our world, we would hold the power and we would make this world a better place. I believe so. Right. Yeah. So we should find tools to nurture one another. Absolutely. You started the hashtag mom life unfiltered something like that life unfiltered (laughs) yes my group yes it's I mean like I don't really talk about it much because uh I guess I don't take sometimes you need to take a step back and be like wow like I'm doing this like this is something we started it's so so cool it's impacting so many women you know so it's been since 2018 and you know, I have like, I have little ones and I was kind of feeling like if I'm feeling a little bit not supported, then I'm sure other people are. And there's so much out there that's coming at moms and women right now, like constant opinions. You should do this. You should do that. And I really wanted a space. I didn't know how big it was going to get, but you know, we have like 754 members. I just checked yesterday all over the United States many different states, you know, we have like Nevada, South Carolina, Alabama, and then a a good amount of like local. So I'm in Connecticut and we have a lot of local moms. And the goal of it was really just to have a space that was like, Facebook can be so overwhelming, but it can also have such good potential. And this group, like, it's almost like another family, if that makes sense. Even though I I know about probably half of the people in there personally, there's it's everyone has added extensions of friends and family and some grandmas and some caretakers. And we're all kind of like in this shared space. So like we've all kind of gone through similar things the past two years, especially and kind of it's a place where you can laugh and find funny memes and jokes and we all understand what's going on. And then it's also I have a question about this and I don't know how I feel about this. And what do you think? And obviously you would always go to your doctor, your pediatrician for things, you know, for your child, but there's some things that just, you you need to talk to another mom about, you know, or another, or a grandmother or caretaker who's in the group. So I think it's just awesome. It kind of runs itself at this point. I'll pop in and, you know, try to, if I feel like I can add to, that person's situation and question and be of uh, some assistance, then I'll pop in. But there's some things like I have a little bit of older children now, you know, so I, I don't really remember a lot of that stuff. <laughs> you know, I've lost some memory, I feel like lately, but it's really cool. And then you have the dynamic of some moms who have older kids and then their experiences and they're adding to it's just a wonderful, it's, it's kind of like a blanket being weaved together with like different generations and, and what I learned from and what I wouldn't do again. And Hey, this might work for you. This worked for me. It's just a beautiful, beautiful space. 
Well, you know, the natural progression for everything is, you know, when there's love amongst us, right? right. You know, we're able to come together and, and, and flow. Right. right. I always use this analogy of having uh, water flowing downstream and it's smooth and it goes yeah. around the stones effortlessly because you, yeah. know, you don't have to move a stone out of the way right. in order for the water to flow. Right? right. And if we were all able to, in some small measure, put something in place that helps our communities and it doesn't yeah. have to be large ones. Right. We start with one person and see how it grows, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And I, I it's like know, that ripple effect. You exactly. Know? You know, like yeah. a little stone into the water and it ripples and ripples. Yeah. Up. And then as it goes, you know, other things develop from that. And I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we were to check right now and see people who have been in that community and may have walked away or also developed something from that experience to also help something somebody else absolutely right? so yeah what do they yeah. call that carrying something forward oh oh what is it called yeah just, just I, carrying, I, right i just feel like there's some times where people are like i'll share something and they'll be like oh i really needed this today and right. if that's what i can do then awesome like that's awesome you know it's wonderful to know that we are a resource for each other and we, we mean on each other yeah. we're not so we we're not meant to live this isolated individualistic no. life and to me it's beautiful to see people come together people from all different life experiences income, yeah. a diverse group of scenarios yeah you know, to yeah. build this type of platform it's yeah. very nice to see so now we're talking about women and mm-hmm. you and I, I can tell you some challenges I've been through and I think you know some of them. And yeah. we all go through something and that something doesn't necessarily have to be negative, but at some point in our lives, we are still experiencing something. And what are some things, or oh, one thing, I won't, I won't put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> one challenge you faced either as a mom or you know that helps to set up this platform for example and how did you get through it something you think would help we're getting vulnerable huh <laughs> yes you know uh, i think that i think that mental health for women <clears throat> is a uh, roller coaster and i think they're I'm not going to give like too much of an example, but I'm just going to kind of make it a little bit broad. Obviously, there's things that when you're growing up that you might want to do differently when you're a parent and they just do the best they can. And I think that trying to recognize that like you are your own person, like you are this person's mother and you're doing the very best you can to make sure to stay true to yourself recognize that it's okay to make mistakes and that you could learn from them. And I think it's important to trust yourself also. I think with so many different opinions coming at you all the time, it's really easy to question yourself. And I think staying true to yourself, going with your gut is the most important thing. So I'm going to put a little pressure on you. 
Okay. You know, so when you say so many things coming at you, can you give us one example? Well, I think that there's a lot of noise out there of you have to do this and you have to do that. And you need to either women feel like they need to be home for their kids all the time. They have to be at everything and they have to be there all the time and they need to work full time and they need to do this and that. And and then they feel this immense pressure on, on themselves. Like I, I'm struggling and I can't do all of this. I think recognizing that it's okay to, to feel like that. And it's okay to ask for help. That's one thing I always felt like I had to do. I have a hard time asking for help. And I've learned as I get older I was a younger mom. I was 23 years old and I felt maybe a little insecure that I, and I wanted to make sure I was doing everything right and perfect and how I thought I was supposed to, to do it. And I thought I had to do it alone. I have a wonderful spouse, you know, I'm not saying alone, but I'm saying alone, you know what I mean? But it doesn't have to be like that. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to call a friend. It's okay to call a parent. It's okay to take some time away for yourself because, because that's no, that's how it should be. You know, it takes a village. It really takes a village. And I think we've gotten away from that, unfortunately. Well, you know, and there are social organizations like churches and other powerful organizations that can support us through the challenges we face in in society. right? Right. Right. So what I hear you saying is that if you need help, reach out to somebody, whether yeah. you're in school, you're a mother, you're working, right. um, you're a housewife, et cetera, reach out to yeah. somebody. Right. And from that one step, yeah. other things could emerge that yeah. would you know, make life a lot easier than they are. Right. Yeah. Or come to mom life unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That mom life find a group. right yeah. and, and find a support group and, yeah. and join some positive yeah. spaces. And yeah. I will encourage people to join our join uh, Patreon. Place. Yeah, join Patreon. There find something having a spiritual practice and is in general is life-changing, has been life-changing for me. It might not always look the same and it might look different every single day, but it's it's there and it's in my toolbox. So let's share one tool you use. You're going to laugh at me. Shower, a shower, or just running my hands under cold, warm water. How did you come to choose that? Actually, the shower, I think, you know, I chant when I'm showering. Yes, I sing. I'm a singer. I love to sing. I love to write poetry. I miss, I I feel like I want to get back to doing more of that. I also just like to kind of, find a moment of quiet. I don't don't really get a lot of that. So when I do get that, and it can be in, you're going to laugh too. It's literally when I'm sitting down, having a cup of tea, folding laundry is when I feel the most, (laughs) the most like intentional because I'm only folding laundry. I'm only focusing on this one thing right now. It is very important. Um, You know, I like it when I hear people sing, you know, so I'm going to, ask you is there something you want to sound out to us a favorite song oh my goodness i don't know <laughs> listen i am I'm, I'm sure the listeners we can are, sing together 
I don't sing, and you I'm don't not. Sing. Gonna, I'm not. I mean, I sing, but not not in public. Yeah. If we are in church or something, it's different. But I wouldn't do this to anybody. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do this, and I have to think about something. So. Do you want to sound something out to us? Oh my gosh, I guess so. But can you delete it if it's not? <laughs> oh, come on. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. All right. All right. There isn't a gift that God gave us that isn't good enough. It's always mm-hmm. perfect. I will be a dancing in the sky. And I will be a singing in the angels' choir. And I hope the angels know what they have. And I bet it's so nice up in heaven since you've arrived. Come on, you stopped this song. That's it. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. That is wonderful. You know, yeah. so as you're talking about your spiritual practice and, you know, running water and on your hands even uh, calms you down, et cetera. Mm-hmm. How do you share? One of the things I do, I chant a lot. Yeah. I just love it. It puts me into a whole new dimension, you know. Yeah. And just sounding yes. the same thing over and over. Yes. You know, so that's like a vibrational thing, right? Right. For me, um, yes. So I do tapping. Mm-hmm. I do tapping and, and I kind of say affirmations over and over again, as I do that as well. So that's very helpful. You kind of start up at the head and it's a lot about like, I'm safe, I'm protected. You know, you go through the whole face, the chest, right. and right. it's a vibrational thing. It kind of grounds you a little bit. There's so much out there. So much. Out. So many tools. Yeah. So many things we can do to make a life easier on ourselves right yeah also the the process of going within because when you're doing these types of practices it it takes you within and allows you to see the inner landscape and what is real what needs to be fixed and what needs to be nurtured to bring peace and love and so i you know want to move on to what is your vision for women and children what do you hope to see? We have a raging, especially th- this past couple of weeks with all the conflict in the world and stuff. And, you know, sometimes we have to be able to take our way, take yeah. ourselves away from all that and, and yeah. center ourselves and see what do we hope to see in the world for women and children? What do you, and it doesn't have to be global in that sense, but in our individual corners and practices and experiences. I think I would love to see, obviously, peace, (laughs) inner peace, joy for them, safety, and nourishment, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. and education. I think that our children and the women in the world deserve everything. (laughs) They deserve so much and and I think that it's important because they're the future. That is incredible in, in, in the sense that peace begins with us. Absolutely. Now, you can't talk about peace if you don't have inner peace. Yeah. You, it doesn't make sense if 
talking preaching and exactly uh sounding the is it a bullhorn uh that you know there's there must be peace 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 especially the politicians do that right (laughs) in a way they do not espouse peace even in their own attitudes towards other people right Right? yeah they create a lot of havoc yes for others you know by whatever ideologies they think is superb to other people's you know instead of just respecting humanity respecting humanity yeah i just think that we've kind of gotten away from treating each other as human beings and we've grouped them into these little groups that make no sense and you don't even know a person until you talk to them you know and you've already put them in this group and labeled them something else it's devastating it really is it's devastating and it needs to change well, the, the labels they've created is intended to separate us. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, a lot definitely. of labels, you are this, you fit in this group, you are this, you fit in this group, and et cetera. And yep. then we create these barriers to prevent us from, you know, reaching across to the next. Right. You know, and, and we point fingers, right? But right. In the Akan language, my tribe, uh, they say that when you're pointing a finger, at someone or you know some things remember that there are three fingers pointing back at you you. yeah it's true and so if we were to stop pointing fingers as to who is not doing what and rather focus on the inner peace and love and you know begin then because once you are in that state it flows to the next person and the next person yeah yeah before you know you are impacting so many other people it's so true. And I think that women uh, have the nurturing abilities. I'm not saying that all women are nurturers. Right. But my majority are. And yeah. we understand what it means to self-sacrifice and be selfless yeah. in our efforts to support one another. Right. And so moving forward, I'm hoping that we'll all be grounded in that space yeah. you know, and lift each other up. I hope so too. To serve the world. Yeah. I think we need to have more conversations. I think we're a lot more alike than we are different. And I think just talking to each other and checking on each other's hearts is really important. Well, as we're doing in this conversation. Which is what we're doing. Yeah. So as we are about to end this, and I always say that when we start talking and et cetera, Usually when I ask people to give me one hour of their time, they think, oh, my goodness. And then we start and then it comes so quickly ending. So who is a woman of power and grace to you? I was thinking about this last night because I thought this question would come up. And uh, (laughs) I think a woman of power and grace is someone who always looks behind them and helps the next person and gives something back. Not really something, but it could be anything an experience, sharing any anything that they can with the next person. Empathy, kind-hearted, and purpose-driven. That's yeah. what I would say. We all have a way of emboldening each other yes. and really stepping yes. out. And, and most people who do this type of thing you describe don't do it for any reward or... No. They just do it because they are in that state of being. Yes. Right. And it's beautiful the way you describe it. 
thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on thank you. the podcast. And I want to thank our listeners for checking in on us every other Friday and keep posting the reviews and also sharing with others in the world. In fact, we got some few listeners in Aruba the other day and I thought, oh my God, that was awesome. So awesome. And and I I mean that one day I read all the countries that are listening to us and really express my gratitude and blessings for being connected in some shape or form. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Thank you, bye. Bye.